to Breaking the Barrier, a Western lifestyle podcast highlighting those breaking barriers both in and out of the arena. I'm your host, Rebel Saklocha, and today I have the privilege of visiting with Riley Pruitt, PRCA calf roper and Gary Nebraska native. Thanks so much for taking the time. Well, uh, thank you for letting me come on here. <laughs> Well, I know as we speak, you're on the road in California and are hitting the road pretty hard. Uh, give us kind of a recap of how 2022 has been for you so far. 2022 has been great for me. Um, I've I've had some pretty good luck, and then I've made some mistakes myself that have, you know, cost me some money, but uh, learned from them. But, no, it's been great so far. I think I've been to 13 rodeos. Um placed at like 10 of them, 10th uh, in the world. I mean, it's going really good. My horse has been great. Um, I have a great horse right now underneath of me, and he is making it so, so simple. Um, a little too easy, actually. I forget <laughs> to do the correct things, and it's kidding me. But, no, I got him last fall, uh, right before the start of the fall season. I got him from a really good friend of mine, uh, Austin Barstow there in northern Nebraska, Springview. Um, he made him. He called me and said, I want to sell him. And I, I've always liked him. I'm like, well, I, I, want to, I want to ride him. So I tried him, and he has a cool feel to him. And I think I've run a total of 10 practice calves on him since I've owned him. He's just that automatic. He's that good. So he's, he was really good for me all last fall. I've won a lot of money on him in a short period of time. <laughs> and uh, almost made the finals. Um, but, no, it, it's exciting to have him for a full year. That's what I was I was needing was a horse that I could rodeo on for one full year um, to do things right and see how much I could win, and he is the one for it. So I'm very excited for this year. I'm super excited. That's awesome. Well, we'll circle back to, to horsepower and, and kind of the rest of the season, but you're off to such a hot start that we couldn't not address that. But I kind of want to back up and start from the very beginning. Um, your roots in rodeo run very deep. It kind of tell people how you got started and you know when this kind of became uh, a career choice for you. All, all my youngest memories are at rodeos. I mean, I I went everywhere with my parents. Like my parents rodeoed a lot, um, and they were good at it. Um, they won a lot, and my dad won the world in '90, and they made the finals several years after that. My mom she made the finals. Um, a few times, but my mom is, my mom really kind of got me started. She had a lot of really nice barrel horses um, when I was growing up, and just a lot of them good horses. Um, <laughs> so she always needed help riding them. So I was real little, probably five, six, seven, and I would just, I would ride her horses all day. So that's what I did. To this day, if I can ride a horse for an hour, it's, it's so nice. And I've always enjoyed it. And I'm like, well, I can rodeo. Uh, I got Troy who ropes calves. He can teach me a lot. Um, obviously going to have the horsepower. And it was it was a simple choice for me to make growing up. I, I really I really enjoyed it. And I, I just I loved riding horses. Um, and that roping calves let me ride horses. And that's been that's been the funnest part of rodeoing for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Well. On that note, riding horse that many horses at such a young age had to be just absolutely phenomenal in terms of developing that horsemanship at an early age. How do you think that has impacted 
you know, you're roping now as an adult and competing at the highest levels of the sport? Um, it's hurt me because then I'm always worried about how my <laughs> horses, how they work. Um, and it kind of gets in my way of, you know, focusing on actually roping and winning. Um, so it's been a hit or miss, but it's been really nice because, um, like I say, you know, I, if, if I can't fix a horse or if I need help fixing water, if I need um, anything, I can always go to my dad who's really talented with a horse. Um, and it's frustrating because he's so good and I'm not nearly as good as he is. I mean, he can... He can make a horse do special things, it, and it's it's really fun to watch. Um, he's very good at it. And then my mom, she's always been really good with horses. Um, so it's, it, it, it's kind of bit me in the butt a little bit because um, I never really had to fix anything myself. Troy could fix anything in, like, two runs. And then, <laughs> oh, well, that was easy. But, no, it's, um, the older I get, the more I'm trying to work on it, figure out how to, you know, make, make a horse good. Um, yeah at anything that he wants to do. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's helped. It's helped a lot. I know having him behind me, this really helps. Yeah, that mentorship piece is huge. So your dad, Troy, was the 1990 world champion calf roper, and your mom was certainly very accomplished as well. Does that bring an added level of pressure for you? It used to. It used to really, and it really showed when I was younger. Um, like in my early 20s, it really showed. Um, just, you know, Troy's boy. And then uh, a little older I got, I think it was after I made my second finals when, it, mm-hmm. you know, it was no big deal for me. And then after that, um, after that, it's it's been it's been getting hard to adjust to because I want to have my own style, my own way. Um, but no, I, I think it's starting to, you know, it's and it's been useful. Um, it's been helpful, you know, because I've had that um, amount of pressure quite a while but no it's been uh it's getting easier um and it's and it's helped with my rope and i know that but if if i have any problems you know it's easy to go back to it so yeah definitely so in terms of, of blazing your own trail and developing your own style what kind of mindset shift did you go through to kind of find that that happy threshold of of where you are as riley the competitor um I think I think once I figured out how to go fast, um, I can that that really helps my mindset because I'm not very fast to start with. But, um, <laughs> for some reason, in my mind, if you give me the moment there, an opportunity to go as fast as possible, um, it's such an adrenaline rush, and that's that's helped. Um, you know, because it doesn't happen very often, but I try to make opportunities for it to happen. So that's. That, that's really helped my mind um, just kind of unlock itself a little bit and go as fast as as fast as I can and that's fun yeah for it's sure so you mentioned the adrenaline. Uh, rodeo is definitely one of the most demanding sports physically, emotionally, logistically, all the above. <laughs> How have you honed in on yes. that the mental toughness that it takes to compete at such a high level? Um, you know they talk about finding the switch to turn on and turn off. Um, mine, uh, mine is when the barrier goes up. Um, basically that's when that switch hits for me and it, and it shows cause when I'm home, you know, it's off. So you can, you can focus on your horses and all that. But when that barrier goes up, it's the switch is on and, um, it's, it's hard to turn off from time to time, but every now and then if you can find it and go, you know, that, 
there's two phases for it. So you can turn it on and go fast, try to win every time, and then you can turn it off and go back to, you know, being able to breathe a little bit and slow it down because it is, it's, it's a rush to do what we do. Yeah, definitely. So you've really competed at the highest level with a couple NFR qualifications under your belt. What was that experience like, really being a full circle moment? You know, I imagine that you had that goal since you were little. Oh, absolutely, and it was a rush. I mean, both times that I've gone, it has been so much fun, and uh, the atmosphere out there is just unreal because you can't even hear yourself think. So, I mean, you're in a <laughs> completely different world for about 14 days, and they just it, it's it's a marathon. Um, and I, I really enjoy it because Troy, he could go days without sleeping and everybody else would be exhausted. He would still be better than everybody. Um, and I just, I really enjoy being that tired and having to compete at such a high level. That's, that's a lot of fun. So I really enjoy it out there and I do all I can to get out there, but it's just every year, you know, it's, it's, it's something, um, it's something that uh, you could have fixed, you could have been better at, so you learn from your mistakes to try to get better every time. And uh, I, I think uh, I think if I get back out there with this horse that I got right now, it, it would probably be the best finals that I've ever hit. So that's my goal to hear, is yeah. to get there with him. That's awesome. So when you were out there, was there anything that surprised you about the experience? Um, I think we all kind of have this idealized idea of, of what you know once you reach that pinnacle then what you know um did your perspective change a little bit after that experience i didn't realize how fast you could go in that building if that makes sense like you see it on tv and you're like yeah them guys are fast but actually being there you you can go so fast there's no telling how fast you can go in that building it's so <laughs> because you can like i think I think the greatest run that I've ever made in my career was in there. Um, I had a gray horse that I, I was really fast on, and I had a really good gap. I was like, I think I can be five on him. I know I can be five on him. And I missed the barriers, I think maybe four inches, and I run him probably three swings, and I was seven three, and I was just like, oh, that was a great run, but you were supposed to be five. And it was just like, <laughs> you be five there, you can go fast. So uh, it's, it's a completely different rodeo. Um, it's just, it's so much fun because you're so cranked up because that's a lot of money. Like you put money in perspective, like that is a lot of money to go as, you know, to, to be as good as you can be. Um, it's a, it, it's something else. It is, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Um, you have the opportunity to travel all over the country, and it's obvious how excited you get about the sport and, and uh, what you get to do day in and day out. But what have been some of the uh, fun rodeos or memorable rodeos that you've gotten the chance to go to besides the national finals? I love odd rodeos, if that makes sense. I really like, like Prescott. Um, there's two boxes. It's an odd rodeo. I, I, I went to Prescott. I don't know why. Pendleton. I love Pendleton. I, I, <laughs> it's, it's, I, that rodeo, if I'm ever in a bind later in my career and I'm not rodeoing and I'm like, boy, I, I need an extra 10000 I'm going to buy my car and go to Pendleton. I love Pendleton. That is by possibly my favorite rodeo. Um, 
and then uh, oh, like Cheyenne, I, I, there's just there's rodeos like that that I just for some reason I, I just I enjoy going to. I don't mind being there. I just and then and like I say, Vegas is another one of those. You know, it's just it's such a completely different style of a rodeo. I really like it there. So I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of rodeos and and it's like you say, there's a lot of traveling. So um, they're in the Northwest. You start off at Hermiston, and then you're in the Northwest for a month and a half. And there are so many big good rodeos there, and they you know they're they're they don't just they're not miserable to be at. If that makes sense. Yeah. And winter's kind of the same thing. You know, you got uh, San Antonio, you got Houston. I I love Houston, and they just they treat you so good, and they enjoy it when you're there. And and we see that, and those are great rodeos to be at. If you can end up to be in, and like I say, there's just there's and you get to see everything. You get to drive everywhere. You get to see so many different countrysides and in different parts of the United States that not a lot of people get to see. Um, and then you you're there long enough, you get to go into the town. You get to see what the town offers. So I mean, it's it's a it's an expensive lifestyle, but it's a really <laughs> fun lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. So. You mentioned, you know, Houston, you said they treat you really well. So from a contestant perspective, what what makes you want to come back to a rodeo? Um, what are things that committees and, and those groups of people do that make you as a contestant want to come back to their rodeo year over year? You feel like a rock star. I mean, as a person, if you can feel like a rock star, I mean, that's you just love it. If that makes sense, like I mean, you, when you go to Houston, you get a free concert anytime <laughs> you're there. It's a good concert yeah. if you want to go to it. Um, free food. I mean, they you need this for your horse and amazing facilities for your horse. And I mean, just top of the line everything. And you're just you enjoy being there. And you're, you're like, I, it doesn't suck. You know, this this is a good place to be at if you're stuck in one spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just those rodeos you try to get to because they're just, I mean, they'll, they'll make you not hate rodeos. They'll make you enjoy it. Because there, I mean, there are times you go to seven rodeos in four days. You haven't slept in three hours total. Um, like, this is this is miserable. This is, but you got to do it. So you, 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 find, you find time to enjoy those rodeos that, that can, you know, you're there for a minute and get to hang out. Yeah. So you alluded to how demanding the lifestyle can be, especially with a family. What keeps you energized to go up and down the road? And and how do you balance that um, with your family life, too? It's it's extremely hard, but I have an amazing wife. Like, no way. No way I'd be rodeoing if I did not have her. Like, I would not. I, I, you, you would see me at, uh, I, I would go to, I would I would be able to go to a rodeo a week, maybe, close to home, if it wasn't for her. And she is such a great mom. Like, we have two amazing kids. Like, my kids are good kids. I, I really like my kids. Um, and she she is a soldier. She, she helps out. Um, and, too, if I'm having any problems, she's in my corner. Like, I'm going to that one. She knows me. She she can help me, you know, if my rope and something's going bad, why don't you do this? Oh, thank you. 
you know, it's so nice to have somebody from her perspective to help me from the outside, if that makes sense. Yeah. That that does more good than anything else. Because um, it is, I mean, this is a very simple sport, but it's the hardest sport. I mean, they, they want to, you know, it's hard to compare it, but it's kind of like golf. Like, you got to be able to, okay, show up and do your job, but at the same time, like, there's things that you can't control. I mean, there aren't. I mean, if you could, this would be cheating, but there are ups and there are downs. But her, without her, I would be lost. So, no, I mean, that's, that, it's hard to go home and leave every now and then, you know. I mean, like, I've gotten to the point where I can enter um, and be gone for the weekend. And my kids are old enough now, and they understand that the dad's got to go on a business trip. So I'll be gone for three days. And then if I get the chance to go home for four, I go home for four. And that that is that is such a huge balance for me um, to help me do what I'm doing right now. Definitely. And you're located in the panhandle of Nebraska, which the rodeo scene in Nebraska is not necessarily as prominent as, say, Texas or Oklahoma. Um, do you, Is that a challenge for you, or what's your take on that? It, it is a bit of a challenge because, you know, like you said, it's not as big into calf roping um, as, you know, like South Dakota was, you know, they were saddle bronc riders. Now it's Utah. So Utah is saddle bronc riders. And, and like I say, it's hard. But luckily, I have really good friends that live in Texas that I get to go. If I can get two extra days, I can go to their place and rope with them go to jackpots, um, stay sharp, stay active. And then two, living in Nebraska, it's, uh, for the summer, um, it's very centrally located, which is why I get to do what I get to do. Because if I'm ever struggling, I get to go home, and I can be home by by morning, wherever I'm at. And that, that is huge for me. Um, and that's... Uh, it's it, it's hard to find guys that rope um, where I live that want to rope and rodeo and want to have singles as me um, and all those guys have moved so it's it's been hard but luckily um, I'm not too old yet so I, I can still <laughs> kind of hang with them at the jackpot and stuff and, and stay sharp to go to the rodeos. This sport has really been ingrained and been a part of your life for as long as you can remember. And now you have two kids. What are your hopes for them as they get older and kind of grow up in this lifestyle? Um, it, it would be, well, I, I really hope I'm able to, uh, you know, show them, like, you know, if you want to do whatever you want to do, put everything into it. I mean, be as be as great at it as you can possibly be and don't stop till you figure out how to do it and that would be that would be huge for them to get because if uh like my daughter she's a great swimmer so she could swim i'm like do you want to do it i'm all in with you so right now i'm just kind of like trying to be good at my job but i'm waiting for them to figure out what they want to do so i can help them do what they got to do so i'm that's why, like, uh, I'm so lucky right now to have this our horse in my career right now. Because um, he's going to let me be able to do what I need to do, but yet 
be on board for whatever my kids need to do. Or if my wife needs anything, I can be on board for that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm excited to see what they can do when they when they get older because it is and and luckily you know when we had just our daughter um she my wife and her they went with me everywhere and then when we had her boy it just got too it, it was just too challenging you know um so i had to change up my rodeo style a little bit and i don't get to go to some rodeos that i want to do because i, I need to be home instead um i need to be a dad and, and truthfully i'm gonna be a dad first Mm-hmm. Um, over rodeo, so you know, while I got the opportunity to do it, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it everything I've got. Yeah. So we've talked about this new horse of yours, which is pretty exciting. Um, maybe expand on how important it is to have a good horse under you and what you're looking forward to the rest of the year, especially as we kind of approach the the spring and summer run. Well, I didn't really know what he was going to be like in the building. Um, I, I uh, because I, I have a different roping style when I'm in the buildings, and then when I go outside and not in the buildings, I'm I, I'm real different. And I was really curious because he he is so great outside, and uh, I've never really had a summer horse, if that makes sense. I've always had horses that are awesome in the building, and I win a lot of money in the buildings, him, but I've never really had a summer horse. But I think I got one now, and I was really curious this winter if he would hold up his buildings. And uh, he did very well. He, I mean, could have been a little better, but I put a lot of heat on him really fast, and he handled it like a champ. But he's 13, going to be 14. Um, he's got he's got a lot of time left in him. Um, he is physically just an animal. He is, he is such a nice horse. He's got a good mind. Um, he makes and he does the same thing every time. That's huge. That's huge for what I need. And when you draw a good one and you know it, you can just make your run. And he's gonna let me make my run. I'm I'm so excited to see what I can do on him for one full year. Yeah, definitely. Are there any Are there any rodeos in particular? You mentioned some of your favorites that you've been to throughout the years, but are there any setups that you're particularly excited for this summer? Uh, yes. If I can get into Calgary, I've got a six-year-old mare, and she's a little tiny horse, but she has a huge heart. I mean, she has got a big motor on her. If I can catch them in three swings, she's amazing. She's She is my gray horse 2.0. Just go as fast as possible. Um, so if I can get into Calgary, I'm going to ride her there, and I'm, I would, I'm going to be real excited to see what she can do there. Um, that's the rodeo I'm very excited to try to get into um and then yeah just the fall i i'm super excited for the fall this summer i'm not really going to rodeo a whole lot um luckily my wife has an amazing five-year-old horse um she's gonna enter some amateur rodeos it's been four years so she's gonna enter some uh amateur rodeos so i'll go with her to those this this spring and that'll be i'm excited for that that's take awesome. A young horse to them and, and go to those with her, and uh, you know, kind of, kind of take a break for a minute. It's, it seems like the last two months have been very chaotic. <laughs> so <laughs> they need to take a bit of a break. But, and then once the once the end of summer rolls around, you'll I'll, I'll be entered at a lot of rodeos. I'll, I'm going to try to save a lot of rodeos at the end of the year, and then I will be handied up, ready to go. Super exciting for sure. 
Um, so you're pretty seasoned at this point. Uh, you've been around the block, you know, been in the, the big setups and, and on the big stages. If you could talk to your younger self, uh, what is a piece of advice that you would pass along that, that would have helped you, you know, back then when you were getting started? Don't go to the rodeos that you don't want to go to. That, that, that hurt me. There's a lot of rodeos that you think you have to go to that you don't have to. If that makes sense. Um, I, I have finally learned that. Um, I, I learned a lot last year. I had a lot of ups and a lot of downs last year, and I, I remember every one of them. And I was like, man, if I can just not go to that rodeo, and then I can go to a rodeo that I enjoy and know that I can win a check there. And that's why I'm doing this is to make money and, you know, uh, to try to get my name out if I ever do decide to start making horses, like if if I ever need, you know, and have a place to go with them and show my kids, this, hey, if you work really hard at something, you, you can do whatever. So, but I'm, yeah, that would be my advice is don't go to the rodeos that you don't want to go to. That's awesome. It'll it'll set you back a week. <laughs> that, that has always been a problem of mine. I'll get on a heater and then I'll lose it, and it takes me a while to find it again. So, yeah. Well, that's really interesting perspective for sure. Um, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you want to you know be sure we talk about? I, no, I, I that's the most I've talked about rodeo in like. A year, it feels like. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I I guess um, one final question to wrap it up, and it might it might be a little redundant, um, but truly, what does being involved in this sport mean to you, and what aspects of it keep you coming back year after year and entering rodeo after rodeo? Um, the dream. That's what it is. It's an expensive, expensive dream, and you have to work at it, and you have to put a lot of time into it. And and if you don't, I mean, you just you, it, it's it's not fun. I mean, this is this is all that I know. But at the same time, if my father would have been a tennis player, I would have been a tennis player, and that's all that I would have known. So. Um, no, I wouldn't change any of it. I love it. Absolutely love it. It's a great, it's, it's a great life. Well, thank you so much for letting me pick your brain and giving me some of your time today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, once again, that was Riley Pruitt, NFR calf roper, coming to us on the road in California as he heads to the next rodeo. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Breaking the Barrier. As a reminder, new episodes as well as all previous episodes can be found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Breaking the Barrier is produced by the Rural Radio Network.